0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the city of the ancients, Atlantis.
1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 217. And we have our recurring co host.
2: (laughs) Good morning, guys.
1: Good morning, Brad. You sound very quiet for someone in the truck.
2: Yeah, uh, I've got a different trial, so there's no fridge noise or nothing. I'm silent. <laughs> it's back to guests.
1: Really? I don't think you yeah. can be downgraded. I mean, unless you have a gap at the Scott level of lack of recording. <laughs> you know, if you allow a full season to go by.
2: Yes, well, it's been five weeks since me and you went rampant on Aurora, so...
1: That sounds utterly perverted.
2: <laughs> yes. Can I join
0: in? Make it a threesome. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, God, please, stop that?
0: For a minute there, I thought Alan was speechless. <laughs> he was
1: taking a drink.
0: <laughs> Good evening, everybody. We're recording on a Sunday Sunday, day, Sunday night, which is a very early Monday morning for Brad. We've had to squeeze him in, so to speak. Continue the metaphor.
1: Yes, you know, I wouldn't say continue, I'd say overextend. But
0: <laughs> OK, then. You come up with something better and more entertaining.
1: I do, all the time, but you generally cut it.
0: You know the answer to that, then, don't you?
1: Be less filthy?
0: No, you do the editing. Oh, gods, no. Right then, sure. <laughs>
1: <up>. <laughs> Banter aside, I mean, Jesus, there's no need to go straight to DEFCON 3.
0: <laughs> if you're going to threaten, do it big. Indeed.
1: Oh, gods, please, really. I mean, tonight we're covering Critical Mass, a Stargate Atlantis episode which I'm assuming contains much McKay.
0: Doesn't that sum up pretty much every Atlantis episode?
1: Mm, I like McKay.
2: He should be top-billed by now.
1: He can't really be top build. It's got to be uh, Shepherd. I'm actually looking forward to that Season 5 episode. I'll discuss at a point that we're not actively spoiling for.
2: In 2015, maybe.
1: Season 5? No. It'll be 16. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it'll be 16.
2: If you want to come and join the Gatecast, you've got three years' worth of episodes ahead.
1: <laughs> I hadn't watched Once Upon a Time in Ages, but I fancied a little Netflix, and I ended up... Watching two episodes in a row because the cliffhanger at the end of one episode, I was like, uh, wait, what? As I said, Netflix has ruined me on regular TV. I mean, I hadn't watched Big Bang Theory in some time, and I ended up watching five episodes back to back. What these things happen.
3: Oh,
2: I haven't seen it.
1: Any of it or just the current season? Any of it. <laughs> really? Hmm. Used to watch it. The early stuff is good.
2: Probably come on the same time as Home and Away here, and the wife has preference when that's on.
1: Yeah, I, I used to watch Home and Away in the 90s because I went to tea break. There were about 10 of us went to tea break at the same time, and it was six women and four blokes. So the blokes used to watch Home and Away purely so we could converse with the women. (laughs) But it was literally half a lifetime ago and a lot of beer under the bridge. Nothing about language lessons either. Had my uh, Swedish exam on Thursday. I think I passed, but I believe I actually forgot how to spell the word for pear, as in two, not as in the fruit. The problem is there are three extra vowels and two of them are uh, modifiers for the A. One with a circle over it and one with two dots over it.
3: Sounds too hard already.
1: Yeah, well, you know the Discworld name for the equivalent continent to the one that you're on? No. The number four and the word E-C-K-S.
3: Is that short for something?
1: 4X.
2: <laughs> Understandable.
1: Because I thought the likes of Castlemaine and Fosters were just shit that you exported foreigners.
2: Yeah, well, that's the general consensus about it.
1: Well, was in Perth, I drank a lot of some red kangaroo stuff.
2: Uh, they got black swan over there.
1: And my friend complained because we went out to the train station near the harbour, and there's white swans on the uh, roof. And she's from Perth, and she's like, she was giving out because she said they should be black. Hard to imagine that's five and a half years ago.
0: Yeah, where does it all go?
1: Ask me in five years when I'm probably living in a different country. <laughs> I just itinerant and flit about the planet you know
4: I must not fear fear is the mind killer
5: fear is the little death that brings total obliteration I will face
6: my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and
4: through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone,
6: there will be nothing. Only I
7: will remain. Experience Dune like never before. The Dune Saga Podcast with David, Scott, and Jim lead you chronologically through the novels of Frank Herbert, Brian Herbert, and Kevin J. Anderson. Relive your favorite moments, join in the conversations, and let the spice expand your universe. The Dune Saga Podcast. Ride the sandworm to dunesagapodcast.com or to iTunes for more information.
1: And ABC are still insisting that the Richard Castle books are written by Richard Castle. <laughs> there have been several books published.
0: I know, I've got a couple of them.
1: Are they worth reading? They're
0: okay. If you like the show, you'll like the books.
1: I do like the show.
0: But remember, they're Richard Castle's books. They're not Castle Castle, if
1: you mm-hmm. know what I mean.
0: They're not, well, as you know, they're the books within the show. They're not going to be of the show itself. So it's different characters, and even though you'll recognise them for the obvious reasons.
1: There is talk that Fillion may have contributed some content to the books because the style seems to be very much his kind of humour.
0: Yeah, but that was written for him.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he ad-libs to some extent.
0: Yeah, but if you've got any sense, you never actually admit to that. You'll give the credit to the writers. That way you never get a script and find out that you fall down the elevator shaft. <laughs> what happened to Joey and friends in one episode.
1: See, that's immediately what I thought when you say give credit to the writers, bro. I wanted to see if you'd reference it. I see Misha thinks this episode It would have been better as a two-parter Maybe McKay, even at old age, remains McKay Is that this one?
0: No, that's somebody that's tweeted a picture Which I retweeted
1: I wonder what that's from
0: Judging from it, it's from behind the scenes From that episode where he grows old
1: Ah Are we roiled up? Because it's late in a Sunday And I can't be thinking in other languages A three, a dough and... clicky. establishing shot.
0: Yes, everything looks peaceful.
1: Mm. Never a good sign.
0: <laughs> not gonna last. <laughs> oh, was <Someone's> not happy. <laughs> Cheer up.
7: Going off world? M7G677. It's playing with all the kids, right? They're having trouble with their EM
8: field generator and McKay has decided that I'm the most capable person in all of Atlantis to fix it.
0: Oh, you've been volunteered. My sister has a child. He breaks things.
9: He throws things. He, he smears things onto furniture.
10: Colonel Shepard, need you up in the control room. Oh, you still here?
8: We are just leaving.
0: There is no way McKay was Say going back there. No, even though he did bugger it up to start with.
9: Say hi to the kids for me.
0: Mug mode.
1: Yes.
0: And the clicky again. He'll be okay as long as you take plenty of chocolate with him. <laughs> 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 Nothing to worry about, they're just passing through. Yeah, if
1: we like right been, now, been tracking like them for the some control. time now, why didn't he say so earlier?
0: <laughs> well, they wouldn't have fit on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> they need a, need a bigger monitor.
10: In my uh, expert opinion, yes. That's
4: good news. It certainly is. If there's any change in course at all, let me know.
0: Well, it's rare we get this sort of crossover. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agent Barrett, and of course, General Landry.
7: I'm sorry, sir, but a situation is developing that you need to be made aware of. It couldn't wait. All right, then, make me aware of it.
10: We've noticed an increase in chatter amongst the Trust recently. The Gwuld have infiltrated the highest ranks of the organization. We've discovered that their access to government agencies has gone a lot deeper than we realized.
7: Oh dear! Wait for it. Oh. Uh-huh. Atlantis. They
0: know about it. Worse. They of course, worse. it was going to be worse.
8: They planted a bomb somewhere in the city.
0: Bomb bomb bomb. Oh, you can't beat a zoom in, can you? Oh. <laughs> it's a musical accompaniment just to rack up the tension. Mm-hmm. Okay then, Critical Mass, Season 2, Episode 13 of Stargate Atlantis, Gatecast, Episode 217. The story was by Brad Wright and Carl Binder, teleplay by Carl Binder, and it was directed by Andy Makita. It was first broadcast on Canadian TV, December the 5th, 2005, in America, January the 20th, 2006 we got it January the 25th the French June the 3rd the Swedish June the 22nd 2007 and the Japanese October the 24th 2007 quite a few series with episodes of the same name Alpha Teens on Machines The Bill Burning Zone Talking Head Hey Bill Comedy Lab and Jace and the World Warriors Mm -hmm. which is surprisingly much better than Stargate Infinity trust me (laughs) I know oh come on I warned you. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to watch it. I lasted about the length of the
2: opening credits and switched off.
7: (laughs) Oh, really? I got 11 minutes in.
2: I got done about six episodes and I was done. Wow.
7: They want the technology, sure, but they're more concerned about the Wraith finding their way to this galaxy. Ah, Doctor.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty
0: good graphic behind Mm -hmm. Dr. Lee's Mm -hmm. head. (sighs) Jeez, those poor people.
8: I mean, as if they don't have enough to contend with the Wraith. Now they have a Gawuld in their midst.
7: The intel we have suggests a lower level operative planet the bomb, which means we're dealing with a human. And from what little we've been able to decipher so far, the bomb is set to be detonated the next time
8: Atlantis dials Earth.
0: Oh, that's not good. Rather complicated, though, isn't it? Didn't they have a timer? A handy alarm clock, or couldn't use a mobile phone, could they?
8: <laughs> what? About the weekly status
7: report? In two hours and 46 minutes. Well,
8: we have to warn them. We have to tell them not to dial Earth.
0: How? Ooh. <laughs> think it through mate, think it through You're the kindest
8: <laughs> What about the Daedalus? It's on a return voyage to the Milky Way We could use them to
7: relay the trans.
0: Dr. Lee is played by Bill Dow Been in 20 episodes of Target SG-1 7 of Atlantis and a couple of Universe
7: You'll find another way to get the message to them I will? Of course you will It's what I pay you for
1: <laughs> Technically he doesn't pay him The DoD pays him
0: <laughs> he does the assessment though A bad assessment, pay cut Cadman, hello Not regulation hairstyle <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they talked about this in the commentary There was rather a little rumpus about it The idea was she looks better with her hair down than pinned up
1: Of course she <laughs> does, every woman does There's no denying
0: that Oh, huh. Well, fine You okay with that? Yeah, of course she
1: does. why wouldn't
10: it be? Colonel
0: <laughs> Ooh, she's a trouble,
1: she is. She's cute and short and blonde. She's not
7: blonde.
1: <laughs> and just because <laughs> she was.
8: I would think after all this time you'd stop being creeped out by her. She just has a way of getting under my skin. Oh. <sighs> Literally.
1: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're surprised I went to cleavage from Taylor?
0: Well, any excuse to show off her mm. musculature?
9: Do you have time to accompany me to the mainland? Yes. Is something wrong. A woman who is very close to me, Charon. Oh, yes, I remember her. Sweet lady.
2: Yeah, no one else does, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the biggest problems with this episode, like a story that no one knows okay. about. Of course, love. Say no more.
0: So, mm-hmm. no PowerPoint presentation, then? Yep. Is no. <laughs> is it a time issue or a money-saving issue? You've got a whiteboard and a marker. Use it. Yep.
2: Saving the CG for later.
0: Hmm. Earth.
8: Now. Since we can't dial the gate to Atlantis, we have no way to get a warning to them except by use of a subspace data burst transmission relayed from our galaxy to Pegasus using the Daedalus as one of the relay points.
7: I thought you said the Daedalus was too far away for our transmitter to reach.
8: It is, which is why we have to get closer. P4M. 399 it's a it's a tiny little planet right on the very outskirts of our galaxy but if we can send a science team there through the gate they should be close enough to relay the information to the daedalus and then they can it's it's, it's like the twilight bark
0: yeah huh. i've read the books yeah. i know <laughs> twilight bark,
8: 101 dalmatians didn't you guys see that movie my kids love it and it, well okay so there's all these dogs and one barks here one barks here one they, they, they send the message across the countryside
0: i've read both books in fact so have I.
8: Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. You know when they light all those signal fires on the mountain tops?
0: <laughs> light bulbs go off. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> military men, we understand that. I know they had everyone. <laughs> Gear up. Come on, give him some praise. <laughs> that was Carter. They'd, they'd be lording it over her. A...
1: Yeah, because Carter's cute.
0: <laughs> you know, that's probably it, yeah. Poor <laughs> Dr.
1: Lee. <laughs> I don't think by any of imagination the word cute could be applied to Dr. Lee. <laughs>
4: On P4M399, it's an urgent message from Stargate Command. We are to relay to Atlantis.
7: What's the message?
4: Do not dial gate to Earth. A trust operative has planted a bomb in Atlantis to be detonated upon completion of dialing sequence.
0: Ah, Dr. Novak. Ellie Harvey, making a second appearance on Atlantis. And Hermiod as well. No. Who's that,
6: Kavanaugh? Yes,
0: Colonel. Oh, <laughs> oh and Kavanaugh. The gang's all here.
1: If I thought was on Atlantis. Did he get kicked off?
0: He may have done. He might have been transferred or just travelled back to Earth and returned.
1: On the ground said somebody might strangle him in his sleep.
2: You bared me off in the commander. You're going to get taken away.
7: I can make modifications
3: to the hyperdrive. In order to achieve the speed necessary to reach a distance capable of relaying the transmission within the allotted time. The hyperdrive will be operating. At a level that can only be sustained for a short duration before damage is incurred.
0: Can only push it so far. Yeah, it'll only burn it Catastrophic, really. Then we'd
6: be stuck between galaxies. I know what it means, Doctor.
3: However, I do believe that we will reach the point at which we can relay the message to Atlantis before damage to the hyperdrive is incurred. Are you sure about that? <laughs>
1: I think Kavanaugh's well paired with this Asgard because he's the Asgard version of Kavanaugh.
0: <laughs> yeah, but look at this. Even he puts him down. He just ignores him.
1: It's
0: <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
2: beautiful.
8: Doctor Kavanaugh.
2: Yes.
0: Stop
1: talking, please. Thank you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Thank you. Help yeah. <laughs> me while <well>, I slap <laughs> laugh, you very boy? So polite though. Yeah. Stand by. Standing by.
0: Oh dear, there they go. This is your chance, Chuck, to blow up the city. <laughs> uh, we got a tweet from Linda, despite Cadman being in it, plus Hero, my favorite episode for Carlson. She's a big fan of Poor McGillian. We're not gonna make it. Don't do it. Your
10: impression's complete, we're good to go.
4: All right then, it's out of the gate.
10: Yes, ma'am.
2: For one time, they don't do it in five seconds. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? If this was the
0: the SG-1 gate, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Rodney, big smile inside
10: to disconnect the ZPM and switch to backup NAC with to prevent any possible dialing of the gate to Earth.
4: I agree in fact as of this moment all gate activity shall be suspended how many off road teams do we have out there
10: just Zelenka and his team on M7G670
0: oh poor Zelenka oh no
4: until we sort this thing out stuck with all those kids
2: that seems like a bit of deleted scenes footage you really need to see and getting the message that you can't come back yet
0: <laughs> I suppose if he actually tries to dial back when he's due back and it doesn't respond he's going to be worried isn't he
4: Mm. Maybe the trust thinks this is the only way to make sure the wraith don't get there.
0: Mm, it's drastic, but effective.
4: What's worse, is the trust operative who planted the bomb probably did so under orders from the Gold.
0: When this episode was filmed, Jason was sleeping on Joe's couch. He was house hunting at the time.
1: So, how many extra times a week did Joe have to do grocery shopping?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Buy a second fridge.
1: I get the impression Jason could eat the entire contents of Joe's fridge. <laughs> or indeed an entire cow in a week
0: just gave him a selection of takeout menus and the phone. Help yourself.
8: I've read enough SG mission reports and now I don't want anything to do with them.
4: I want you to organise some teams to do a search of the city. Start with obvious sabotage points, power distribution centres.
0: The commentary of this episode was done by Andy Makita, Rachel Luttrell and the DP, Brenton Spencer. I'm always distracted by Tory's jugs.
1: But you see, in this scene, they only have one in the background. There used to be a couple. I right. <laughs> notice how it kept just, just below frame as well. <laughs> yeah. just, there's just a one there. yeah
9: there it is and it's quite because attractive because sometimes yeah <laughs> okay uh, there's, or is that a vase uh, I think it's a vase <laughs> oh. yeah yeah. jug uh. might not be the technical term
0: they talked a lot about the uh, slight changes in lighting for this episode and beyond Brenton were doing something uh, slightly different to his predecessors
1: wouldn't it be nice if they had another two to go in the slots?
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> it a lot of problems then they could fly away <laughs> Yep. Oh no, camping flashback. Camping flashback.
9: Sharon, if you don't mind, I'd like to draw a wee bit of your blood.
1: Well, at least finding a vein shouldn't be difficult. <laughs>
0: this is Sharon, played by Brenda MacDonald, her second appearance on the show.
9: it. <laughs> yes, I have been practising. Hopefully... Someday, I will be able to cook as well
1: as you. Uh, today is not that day.
0: <laughs> From what they said on the commentary, she didn't start acting until she was 75.
1: I hope to start a little before then.
0: No, she had a, a full career as school teacher, and then, you know, just kind of, there's well, there's always roles for, you know, older, older people in TV.
1: My uh, friend Brendan's grandmother took up smoking and drinking at 75.
0: Well, that seems reasonable, does not it, you know, at that point?
1: She said, at this point, what damage can I do? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One thing Andy said about this scene and others with Sharon, she can't act fast, obviously, because she's dying. She's ill, you know, Mm -hmm. she's weak. Unfortunately, it kind of slows the episode down a bit. Hmm.
9: Among our people, it is very rare for someone to die of natural causes. Because of the wraith. The ring ceremony celebrates such an event. A ring of stones is laid out, symbolising the ring of the ancestors, the Stargate, in the centre of which the body is placed.
2: Yes, and luckily on the Region 4 DVD you can hit next now and it goes right back to the action again. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably why I liked this episode so much back in the day, because it would only be about 20 minutes long. Someone who was authoring the disc, actually
0: putting in the chapter points.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, come on, get on with it. Sing your song and let her pass away peacefully.
1: Yeah, That's strange. a new shot. That is a brand new crane shot.
0: Well, Rachel didn't know that that was the actual Cheyenne Mountain entrance. Really? No. Just because she works on the show.
1: What did you think they built it? Why not?
0: She lives on a city in another galaxy, which is built.
1: No, they just nicked it from Blade Three. <laughs>
0: A nice long walk and talk, done in the traditional manner, you know, with the uh, cam. probably Nathaniel Massey again.
1: I gotta wonder, how many calories do you burn per hour carrying one of those things?
0: Quite a bit, I imagine.
7: Then by all means, don't let me stop you.
0: That's a nice shot. Mm.
4: Colonel Caldwell, we received another message from SGC to relay. It looks like the detonator is not on Earth, but it is in Atlantis.
1: I wonder if they deliberately shoot them from below at a slight angle like, as though you're looking so up at them.
7: Does GC know of Dr. Weir's request that we return to help with the investigation?
5: Yes, sir.
0: Didn't you know? What <laughs>
10: Explosives
7: expert, huh?
4: High temperature and energetic materials technology. Hmm. And I can tap dance, too. Colonel Shepard, how's it going? Checking the East
8: Pier Power point. Distribution Centers.
7: Still nothing. We're headed to the West Pier now.
0: Those cables are a health and safety issue.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Not a very tidy work environment. Oh, that's a nice matte effect.
1: Hmm.
4: Understood. Uh, Be advised, we got a second message relayed to us.
8: Uh, DHD. It's
10: itself.
0: Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing that? (laughs) Hands up. Well, stop standing there and do something. It's almost as if it's computer controlled. (laughs) Uh, never that problem with analog. Unplug <laughs> the damn thing. Oh, looky, lucky. Oh dear.
1: Mm. Did I
4: just hear right? The gate dialed by itself? Uh, yes, to try to dial
10: Earth. Whoever planted the bomb must have devised a program to upload itself and automatically dial the gate's backup
4: in case the first dialing was halted. A very good thing you pulled the ZPM, Rodney. What? The transmitter.
0: Oh no. That's all we need. There are easier ways to destroy yeah. a place, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: yes, but that, then we can't...
10: Oh. <laughs> Turn it off! I am!
0: Wouldn't it have been funny if this was Ford? <laughs> he will have his revenge.
10: Damage is already done. The two Wraith cruisers I was monitoring, they they, they they picked up the beacon, they've altered their course, they're headed straight for Atlantis.
1: We need to bother them up. Mhm. <laughs> what with? Many drones have we got.
4: How long before they
1: get here?
10: Well, a day, maybe a day and a half, depending on if they need to make a hyperspace pause along the way.
0: Which is one way, I suppose, the idea being that if he can't blow the city himself, get somebody else to do it for him.
10: Um, We'll take a transmitter and dump it along with some charred rubble on a beach on the mainland. And they'll think it's Jetson that washed up when the city exploded during the siege.
7: Hang on, back up a second. Let
10: me get this straight. You think our bomb guy did this? Well, Yes, it'd be easy for them to figure out that the wraith were in the area. We've been tracking them for a while now.
0: Well, it'd be one hell of a coincidence, wouldn't it, if there were two people doing it? Hmm. Yep.
10: By the Wraith. Yes, I believe so.
0: Okay, why?
4: Well, maybe he wants to blow up the Wraith along with the city.
10: Two cruisers. That's what's insignificant compared to all the
2: hive ships that are still out there.
4: We don't have much time, so whatever the connection is, let's try to figure it out
9: before the cruisers get here.
2: Unfortunately, I should know that the Wraith don't want the city destroyed, Mm. so there's a flaw there anyway. Taylor, you're in an awful hurry.
9: I'm returning to the mainland. We are evacuating my people back to the city. Oh, yes, they're on the way, I just heard. They will be protected under the cloak until the danger has passed. Unfortunately, if they don't find that bomb, Atlantis may prove even more dangerous.
0: In the commentary, there was praising Christina McGuire yeah. for her costume design for this episode, mostly for Taylor, it has to be said. Although she wasn't a fan of the dress they gave her for the, yeah. uh, the big scene. And she also pointed out that they cut some of this scene. Yeah. She actually kisses him and hugs him.
8: Hmm. Huh.
0: Untimely fashion.
9: Not pumping nearly enough blood through her body. Now, the condition will continue, but the pacemaker will slow its progress considerably.
0: And so basically, if we feed it to the Wraith, yeah. it'll only be a snack.
9: But first I have to get her and my people to safety before the Wraith arrive.
0: Of course.
1: More Walter! <laughs> They're
0: throwing everybody into the mix this episode, aren't they?
7: Not sure I like the look on your face, Chief. Sir. The Daedalus just relayed a message informing us that Atlantis requested they return to help with the bomb investigation. I'll tell them no for the time being. I need them to hold position in case we gather more intel. Sir, that's the problem. They already headed back. They're out of range. We have no way of communicating with them or Atlantis. Then there's nothing else we can do for them. No, sir.
0: (laughs) This is one of the aspects of Bow Bridges that Andy Makita was talking about. He likes to be seen walking about. Mm -hmm. He didn't approve of the General sitting behind the desk all the time. Oopsie. They're gone. And the picture of the dog, that is Tori's own dog. Mm
8: -hmm. Passenger manifest? Yeah. Any names jump out? A few, actually.
4: I hate this. Having to suspect one of our own.
7: Unfortunately, the list of suspects may not be limited to the Daedalus. You think the
4: trust operative might still be here in Atlantis?
0: Yes, beginning with K. <laughs> one in particular. <laughs> yes, nothing but a troublemaker. mecca.
1: <laughs> He's so consciously annoying, he can't possibly be a bad guy.
7: All <laughs> oh, it takes one night to be talked into it.
4: Wow, okay. Who around here do you suspect?
10: What about Lieutenant Cabin? Huh? What? Hear me out. She's an explosives expert. She was all set to leave on the Daedalus, but uh, asked to stay when something came up. She's always around when things happen.
0: There's something wrong with her. She likes me. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously a ruse.
8: <laughs> Not to mention the fact that she was stuck in her head for some time. Did you always have to keep bringing that up? Well, I bring it up because you, of all people, should know she'd never do something like that. Well, maybe she was
0: brainwashed, huh? Behind you. <laughs> See what I mean? She's everywhere. <laughs> My ear's <is>
2: burning. <laughs> yes.
4: Flight just confirmed that the Daedalus has landed alongside the East Pier.
0: Well, I hope you trust everybody, to be honest. Otherwise, what are they doing there?
2: Yeah, that's it. There's a fatal flaw there.
7: (laughs) I want to begin the interrogations immediately. All crew and civilian passengers have been confined to their quarters until I have a chance to talk to each of them separately. Colonel!
0: Oh, just for once, let him have his way. (laughs) Come on, you nag, nag, nag.
7: He's been trying for six months. (laughs) One of the people aboard my ship may be an operator of the trust.
4: Yes, and the sooner I figure out who that is, the better for all of us.
7: If it
0: wasn't for the fact I'm pretty sure he fancies you, he'd have shot you by now.
4: (laughs) You're just one of many people I'm questioning. No, I'm pretty sure mine's the
6: first name on what is probably a very short list.
1: (laughs) Yes, we do. You're just the first one I'm questioning. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) yes, one name on the list, see?
4: (laughs) Your second tour lasted three weeks, and suddenly you asked to leave again.
6: Because working conditions became intolerable for me here. I have no friends here. My work is not respected. And this
4: occurs only days before we discover a bomb has been planted in the city.
6: Right. Of course. So, obviously, I did it.
0: That's not long, is it? It takes about three weeks to uh, get there by hyperspace, doesn't it?
6: Your suspicion, sure. Seems that you never cared for me, nor valued the talents I brought to this expedition.
4: My personal feelings towards you, no matter what they may be, have nothing to do with this. (laughs) please. (laughs)
6: <laughs> everything you do is motivated by personal feelings you're driven by emotion not reason
0: truth be told though Kavanagh probably could think up a much better way to destroy the place yeah better and probably more <laughs> effective way <life.
7: laughs>
0: <laughs> the annoying thing about Kavanagh is that most of the time he is right yep. he just doesn't have the, the skills to express himself without infuriating and insulting everybody else
6: <laughs> everyone in it would have been wiped out because of your recklessness there's no need for the trust to blow it up when Dr. Weir is at the helm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it's uncanny Canny Isle. Scripted science fiction television uh-huh. always has last-minute saves.
2: Yes, the Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> always
8: running.
1: Always looking to the sky in fear.
0: Well, yeah, if the Wraith can appear anytime. time. I want people watching the skies. Hmm. I'd probably have a rotor for it, in fact. If you've got a volunteer who's willing to do it, even better.
9: He can help you. Give you something to make you
8: feel better. Live longer. I feel fine, Taylor. I welcome this. This is not to be feared.
9: You are all I have left.
0: Yes, you can be a burden to the tribe longer. (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) you're that boyfriend.
2: Yeah, yeah, and maybe a baby one day.
7: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who knows?
1: <laughs> I will truly be alone.
0: She shouldn't need if telling I, this. She's yeah. she was leading the people in the pilot, for Christ's mm. sake.
1: Yeah, I only have uh, you know like three quarters of the male staff of Atlantis lusting after me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Plus, her own people as well. Mm. They need your
3: strength. <laughs>
4: You understand that I am interviewing everybody on board the ship? Oh, sure, I know. I mean, whoever planted the bomb was probably eager to get away from the city. Not that I was eager. I was just doing my job. I couldn't have cared less when we left. But I care about my job.
0: I just didn't... Lindsay Novak, played by Ellie Harvey, the Canadian actress.
1: Exactly how strong a dose of amphetamines is she on right now? (laughs) I think, Lindsay, we're going to switch you... There
0: were some great mannerisms he introduced in the dog sg one appearance. They carried
2: it through.
4: Change of behaviour the last few weeks. I, I don't know anybody acting in a suspicious or odd manner. Mm, no? But oh, wait.
2: Surprising, though, that's still going on.
4: I, I, I mean, no. <clears throat> oh, for God's sake. <clears throat> Can I get you some water? No, wouldn't do any good. I get the hiccups when I'm nervous. It goes way beyond annoying.
0: I mean, like she says, it comes out of nervousness and stress. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, normal everyday life, she's fine. but
1: Normal everyday life, wandering intergalactically on a ship that could be attacked <laughs> by all powerful beings that can blow it the crap at any moment. Yeah, that's normal <laughs> life and no stress at all.
4: Peculiar, maybe? Uh, I, I, I don't know the guy. He could be a great person. I mean, who am I to judge, you know? <clears throat> I mean, I'll just shut up.
0: Well, some people can handle that and then put them in front of an authority figure in a dark room. <laughs> all of a sudden, you start breaking out.
2: Or a TV camera. <laughs> like Carter and Heroes.
0: How <laughs> to describe Kavanaugh without appearing to be a bitch?
2: Povert. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah. What have you found? Guess what? Turns out there's no bomber after all.
10: Ah, uh, there's no actual explosive device. The explosion will come, but uh, from somewhere else.
0: Now, <laughs> yes. The- Chuck's an alien.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
10: Well, in order to do that we need to reconnect the ZPM in order to supply the necessary power.
4: And what about the stargate? Ah,
10: I physically disabled the DHD. It won't be able to dial so it won't be a problem.
0: McKay thought of everything.
10: <laughs> a zero point module controls the flow of massive amounts of power like a dam. No, it's not like a dam. It's more like a uh... actually yes, it's like a dam, like a dam <laughs> which is why the is put in place fail to prevent such a thing from happening.
0: Like a spillway. Can
10: we just stick with fail-safes? <laughs> 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 the problem
0: is our trust operator <laughs> He's on a roll, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs>
10: yeah. Yeah, I'm free from free. Mask it in such a way that the uh, city sensors didn't detect it.
4: So the dialing of Earth would cause a ZPM to overload.
10: Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, dear. Somebody gets so totally screwed up there. When he said sensors, they typed the word meaning someone that looks at movies, not something which detects things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Write a memo. So perhaps you should be doing it now instead of <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> blah. Talk and type. Be easy. No, not at all. all. It is extremely complicated.
4: But for now, you've already disabled the DHD, so it's impossible to dial Earth.
10: Yeah, but unfortunately, any number of systems can be used in conjunction with each other to uh, overload the ZPM. It'd be a much more gradual build-up than dialing the gate, which would, would cause an instantaneous power spike, but... Uh... Clever, isn't it, really?
1: Wonderful. So you told us the problem, but you haven't told us the solution.
10: No. Nope. Bingo, which is why our bomber activated the distress beacon, alerting them. And that is how the wraith coming to Atlantis is connected to detonating the bomb.
0: I'd be impressed if any human could do it. I'd be impressed if Asgard could do it.
4: Hmm.
0: You know, we're not talking about a few lines of code.
2: We're talking Mm -hmm. about billions. Massive sections of data.
4: And also someone who is very eager to leave Atlantis shortly before the weekly dial into Earth.
6: Well, correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't Dr. Zelenka currently stuck off-world somewhere? Why isn't he a suspect?
4: Our list of suspects isn't open for discussion, but off the record, Zelenka went against his will and I couldn't picture him working for the trust.
6: Oh, but you could picture me?
4: In a heartbeat. (laughs) I see.
6: Guilty until proven innocent.
4: I've been going over the communication logs from the Daedalus, and it seems that you sent three unauthorized encoded messages back to Atlantis shortly after the dialing was halted.
6: I have a few friends here I was concerned about. Have them. you? I wanted to see if they were all
4: right. I thought you said you didn't have any friends here.
0: Ooh, suspicious. So, a human collaborator, not, not actually a, uh, you know,
6: What do you want
0: from me?
4: I want the access code so I can re-enable the ZPM failsafes.
6: Well, if you're waiting for me to tell you, you'll be waiting a while, since I have no idea what that code is.
4: No, I think you do know it. And since I don't have the time to wait anymore, I'll just have to decide the quickest way to get it from you.
0: <laughs> like what? Are you going to torture me? Damn, you yeah. caught me out. <laughs> of course I have no friends. <laughs> no, stupid lie, that was. Oh, dear. Very narrow focus. I yeah. mean, she's decided he's the traitor. The she's not even looking anywhere else.
10: Yes. But I can uh, turn off some of the systems to keep the power level short of an overload.
1: Of course you can. Yes, of course you can.
10: There's not a lot of options there. Still, it can't hurt to have a plan ready if we can think of one. Mm
1: -hmm.
9: Dr. Beckett, why was Charon moved in here? So I could keep a closer eye on her, tend to her if needed. I told you she does not wish for any treatment.
0: That's a way. Ignore the patient's wishes, Doctor. He's been bored, he hasn't been able, you know, nobody's been ill for ages. Mm. I have a patient, I can put a pacemaker in!
1: Surgery! You're welcome bright, by Dr Beckett if the race arrives, you're gonna have plenty of patients. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but not, not at the moment I'm not. No.
1: Alright.
10: We're still working on cracking the new failsafe code, but, uh, so far, no luck.
7: How do things coming with Kavanaugh? Is he still your prime suspect?
0: The only suspect, not just the prime.
4: I'm having some difficulty with him, though. He's not exactly the most cooperative of people.
7: Ooh, well, there's a
10: shocker.
4: If he does know the code, I highly doubt he's going to just give it to us.
6: You give me ten minutes with him. I'll get it out of him.
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Why are you holding that knife, Ronan? He has a solution. It may get a bit messy.
10: Look, I hate Kavanaugh as much as the next guy. Probably
0: even more, but... um. No, you may have some competition there, McKay. <laughs>
4: There's a slightest chance that he's
7: innocent. We don't have time to debate morality. Unfortunately, sometimes you have to do unpleasant things to save lives.
0: That's the spirit of the military. <laughs> yep, yeah, ask questions later. We think he's guilty, so therefore we can torture him.
7: Woo-hoo!
4: <laughs> what are you doing? I was going over the system's command logs for the past few months. Why? noticed a gap in one of the data stream sequences from several weeks ago. It's probably nothing, but I thought it might indicate... A it.
10: deletion point. Yes, believe it or not, I have had some experience with these systems. More, say, than a tap-dancing explosives expert.
0: I was just trying to fail
10: Failsafe code. Why don't you help with that?
0: What are you, McKay? You, you haven't been doing anything. Yes, Rodney? Cruisers are getting closer.
4: Well,
1: obviously.
0: <laughs> yes. And cloak the city. Go ahead. I would have thought he'd have to ask permission, you know.
1: Hmm. He was asking permission.
0: When they get within a light year, focus. Cloak... See, now this goes down so smoothly, right until the end where it wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> you think, hmm, don't really build them that well, do they?
2: Yeah, at least it.
0: See, now, when you're looking down on this big area of sea, you would be able to see disturbance on the surface of the ocean. Hmm. How does this cloak actually work?
4: How are we doing? Well,
10: I've powered down several of the secondary systems, but uh, so far... Oh, the ZPM levels are holding below overload.
1: Huh. I think we're going to be okay. It's a plus. Mm.
0: In the commentary, Andy says he felt terrible filming this scene because he basically had to give a direction act faster and die quicker. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> time constraints, you know, they wanted to get all the dialogue in, didn't want to cut anything.
1: In subject of pain, I booked my tattoo. Oh, well, are right, Yeah,
0: Yes, sure.
1: Journey that was bloody quick. Mm. I broke my tattoo and she dies immediately after <laughs> I say that. Should I take that as an omen?
0: And Taylor, sorry, Rachel says she was thinking about her own grandmother at this point. Generate the tears. Brenton, the DP, chimed in. There's never a day I don't want to cry on this set. <laughs> Uh-oh.
8: They're here.
10: Two-wraith cruisers just outside our atmosphere.
0: Just in case anybody didn't know. No, after a year and a half.
8: Rodney?
1: What?
4: The city's inertial dampeners just began powering up. What? I'm trying to shut it down,
5: but it's requiring that code. Okay, get out of there.
1: Um Start Of course it
0: will. <laughs> All the blenders in the city are coming on at the same time. We'll blow up.
1: <laughs> oh, no problem, you've got eight minutes.
4: <laughs> yes, I know that. One of the precursors of the Star Drive's
10: power-up phase is the activation of the dampeners. Ah, oh, which may very well affect our cloaking. Look, but that's not the worst part of it. It'll overload the ZPM. Way overloaded.
1: I don't see the credit sequence.
0: See, this part of the plan is clever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of options to stop each of the individual events, but mm-hmm. you can't because they prevent something else happening.
8: We need to initiate some evacuation plans. I told you the Daedalus is our only option. We can't use the Stargate.
7: We can't go to the mainland. I agree. We fit as many people aboard the ship as we possibly can. There
8: is nowhere near enough
10: room for everyone. We're going to have to make room. No, 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 no. You don't understand. The life support system can't handle that many people. There's not enough
8: air to go around. They never make it back to Earth. What about uh, another planet? There's one nearby in the solar system. Remember the one we found, the crash-wraith cruiser?
2: Yes, which is also very cold at time.
0: <laughs> yes. And even the, the Wraith sensors would probably fit the Daedalus jumping between the planets.
6: Hmm. Slim me in with Kavanaugh. I'll get it from him.
10: ZPM overload in
4: 24
1: minutes. Do it. <laughs> Torture is not an effective method of interrogation because the person won't tell you what they know. They'll simply tell you anything to make the pain stop. Oh, God.
0: Well, not to worry. Taylor's going to sing in a bit. You'll get anybody to talk. Yes, and the pain starts again. Like <laughs>
9: <Yes.
0: laughs> uh, the Americans blasting heavy metal music.
9: Yeah.
0: We're going to get a Thosian death chant.
9: Many of my people are boarding the Daedalus as we speak. I and the others will leave with the final groups aboard the Puddle Jumpers.
0: You're not really going to talk her out of this, Carlson. her be. Yes.
1: Yeah. If I tell you the ring ceremony is traditionally performed nude? Oh, in that case, go ahead. I'll stay with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me just install these security cameras. <laughs> <laughs> just in case.
1: Broadcasting security cameras.
0: Oh... <laughs> could, he, could he be any more menacing?
1: Now, I'm at the guy. He's about a dick, but...
0: Yes, you say it every time.
1: He can do the menacing. Hmm... How? And suddenly we're in a spaghetti Western. So who's actually singing that? Because that's clearly ADR. Rachel.
0: Yeah, she is doing it. She went with Joel Goldsmith to his LA studio. He wrote the song and they recorded it together. Went through a number of different variants because initially it didn't actually sound like Taylor singing. As you say, when they actually got onto the set, they had the music playing so she could lip-sync it. There's a little one-speaker tape deck. <laughs> Eventually she sang it live really was no other way because there were a delay between the sound leaving the tape deck and hitting the cameras and all the recording equipment.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> so
1: nothing's ever easy. Yeah, you see, this could beautifully lead up to a two-parter. Mm. I think Misha's point.
0: Yeah, and if we could actually come up with a decent enough story to carry it on through another 40 minutes...
1: Mm.
4: To where Rodney. I
9: found something. Will be
0: found. This lighting effect, which was, like I say, done by Brenton, they had a, a single top light shining down onto the scene. Sheets of Muslim cloth give the diffused look. It does look pretty spectacular, considering how it's normally lit. Hmm. Stop. Oh, damn, too late. You've killed him already.
2: Nothing. He fainted
7: before I could touch him.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well done, Kavanaugh.
2: to a loss of body
0: control, one of the other's going to happen. I tell you this, Ben Cotton really did that role, Prad.
7: What? Surprise. What the hell's going on here?
4: I asked Hermia to beam you here so you could give us the access code. What? Lieutenant Cadman discovered a gap in the system command logs that indicated two deletion points which she no, and... We d- don't have time
0: for this. Oh, well done, Cadman. Rodney will never live that like down.
4: your identification code was used to access this city's operating system you copied it took it back to the trust whose gould scientist then rewrote the program to overload the ZPM you then brought it back here and uploaded it into the Atlantis computers
2: he really needs to be in the background five minutes to ZPM overload
7: <laughs> so give us the code
2: there he
0: goes
4: yep yeah. oh my god
0: I will never give you that code.
1: So tell me, Shepard, how many colonels are you going to shoot?
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for one more notch on me gun.
2: Uh, they say the first is always the hardest. Come on, get the dialogue out.
0: Mm-hmm. That's rather impressive by the world who did that. Mm. I mean, let's face it, once you get the code, you can't test it.
6: Mm. Hold
2: on. <laughs> oh on, the strength of many men. Yeah, you feel bad though. He's punching up an old guy.
0: John, you're enjoying that way too much. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. <laughs> and that's for kicking me out last time and rearranging the rotors. You do have a spare battery pack in your pocket, don't you? Because <laughs> you're just pissing him off.
8: We don't have much time. We need that access code.
0: Come on, enough with the attention. Uh, <laughs>
8: levels are spiking, we need to
0: go now! Couldn't you have radio it? Seriously, <laughs> you have to run and give it to him. This isn't Star Trek with the pads.
8: Hmm
0: bit of a lead down
5: really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is she so dead? she looks it, good god, that lighting is not kind.
1: Yeah. Actually, that's sort of lighting they normally use before the person turns into a glowy white thing and floats off. <laughs> it's pretty essential. That's a nice sunset. Mm. Or dawn.
10: Oh, Carson. Hermia's just beginning initial calculations on the extraction.
4: Extraction? Now? Mm-hmm.
10: Hermia's going to attempt to remove the wool from Colonel Caldwell using Asgard beaming technology.
2: That's ambitious, even for an Asgard.
10: <laughs> I mean, the calculations are impossibly intricate. You don't want to go beaming out a chunk of his
0: brain. I wonder if anything went on between Cadman and Carson. Yeah. Mm. Hey! Look who's back! It's Mr. Mom! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he, looks, he looks more miserable now than he did before. <laughs> I tell you, you get paid for this. I don't care, it's a great job, it must be. Weir's not very happy because she thinks she's crossed the line you know the uh, at all costs attitude which she's in the military did
7: sees see Zelenka? no well, you should take a quick look before he washes his face the uh, kids did a real number on him
4: <laughs> <laughs> I asked Dr. Beckett to give everyone on the base a full examination if Colonel Caldwell could have a gould on him any of us could
7: it's not a pleasant thought
1: you know, you think it's something that character could come up with on the gate filters?
4: I crossed a line, John, with Kavanaugh.
1: You did
0: what you had to do. Yeah,
1: the great news is everyone wanted it to happen anyway. Yeah,
0: he's going to write another report.
4: Here we are, gloating about the infighting among the wraith. How are we any different?
2: Yeah, that's what I feel so bad about it, because I liked it too much.
1: They look like fertility, fertility symbols.
0: Well, you never really know what's going on behind Weir's eyes, do you? <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: no, I meant a little circle of things around the. Yes,
0: I know what you meant. I'm stages. talking about her <laughs> Yeah, it comes across all you know, all, all proper and reserved. But who knows?
1: It's the proper and reserved ones that are absolutely wild in other areas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right then, that was critical mass. Doesn't get a very good uh, rating on Gateworld, which. Just goes to show uh, the GateWorld scoring system isn't perfect. Mm. Actually considered a bit of a fan favourite. Rachel's mother and father actually love the episode, for the obvious reasons.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: not really going to knock him for that. And packed full of recurring guest stars. If nothing else, that is uh, one of the things Stargate tends to do right. Makes the most of people and characters they've had before. Yep, and the crossover. Yes. And even Kavanaugh. <laughs> Especially Kavanaugh. Come on, we all like the actor. <laughs> ben played Kavanaugh, you know, and if you can't love a character, hate him. That's almost as good, better in some cases.
1: For example, mm. uh, have either of you seen Wolf of Wall Street?
0: Not yet. No, not yet.
1: I hated DiCaprio's character inside 30 seconds of it appearing on screen. That's pretty good. I wanted bad things to happen to him pretty much off the bat. Like, i out of <laughs> the film thinking, that's impressive. He played someone truly detestable.
2: And he might get an award for it.
1: Yeah, and it's faction.
2: Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like
5: the yellow ones.
0: Never mind. We'll kick off with the feedback for last week's episode, Ripple Effect, taken primarily from our Facebook group, and then Brad has sent us in a voicemail to pay homage to the fate of the Prometheus and the episode Ethan.
1: Um I'm looking for the feedback for Ripple. Oh, it hid it. Stupid Facebook. Victoria said, on Ripple Effect, one of my fab episodes for many reasons. You can't love many versions of your fave characters and Mr. Browder in his pants.
0: Becky posted, not much of a season 9, season 10 fan, but I do love this episode, mainly for the return of Dr. Frazier and Martouth.
1: Brad says, no, no, it's SG1 wearing the wrong uniform and once again a calculated BOM delivery saves the day. Arg, if Janet and Martouf didn't... Reappear, then bottom of the barrel for me.
0: I replied, The only benefit of killing off people in sci fi is that there is always the opportunity to bring them back for fan approval. Fantastic to see both Janet and Martooth with Sam for different reasons.
1: And Jeff says, The fan service allows me to ignore any problems with the episode. I love seeing Janet and Kowalski again. Kowalski? I think he's just referencing the fact, did you leave that in?
0: I did, but we didn't. We- <laughs> he wasn't in the episode, was he? No,
1: but uh, clearly. <laughs> Jeff must have been convinced that he was, because I mentioned it a couple of times.
0: You've got to have a look through. It won't, I wouldn't pull it past him to have, you know, splicing a bit of stock footage, so you see him in the background or something.
1: Wouldn't they have to pay him for that?
0: It depends what sort of contract.
1: There is feedback on the photograph of her favourite, well, actually, my second favourite doctor. I quite like the bumbling guy.
0: Yeah, so the uh, picture of Lee, which Victoria pulled out. Mm-hmm. And she says, What is he measuring?
1: And I reply, he isn't. He's saying, I've asked this many Psalms out there. They've all rejected me. What am I doing wrong?
0: And Lee replied, he was in the new Continuum episode. A right git he played. I assume that's the second episode of the new season of Continuum. Oh,
1: I haven't seen that yet. I've not watched it. It's sitting on a hard drive, not five inches away from my hand. <laughs> right. I just need to resist the temptation, pull it in and watch it now. I need to go back to my Swedish. I can watch it after nine.
5: And I'm with Inside Access. I was wondering if we could have a few minutes of your time. I'm a little busy right now. Actually, your name came up in connection with a story I've been working Over the past two years, several billion dollars of taxpayers' money has been funneled into a secret government project called Prometheus. In fact, it's so secret, the government appropriated the money without the usual congressional oversight, which I think my viewers might find rather interesting. Actually, I thought you might find this particularly interesting. It's a metal alloy called trinium. Supposedly, it's being used in connection with Prometheus. I had my experts analyze it. They said it's unlike anything we've ever seen before, at least on this planet. This is Prometheus, otherwise known as the X-303. This is a joke. It would take at least 20 Saturn rockets to get this thing off the ground, let alone into orbit. Prometheus is the third in a series of designs that incorporates both human and alien technology. You're saying little green men helped you build this? Actually, they're gray. All the key systems first engineered from a ship that crashed 100 miles north of Fairbanks, Alaska in 1978. It was only in the last few years that our technology evolved to a point where we could take advantage of what we had. I guess a couple billion dollars doesn't buy what it used to. You'd be surprised. How fast does it go? Using satellite engines, the ship can accelerate to 110,000 miles per second. It's over half the speed of light.
10: Of course, it's nowhere near fast enough to achieve interstellar
6: travel for that. We need the hyperdrive.
5: They didn't go for it. So what didn't they go for?
6: The name I suggested.
5: For the ship? Yeah. Yeah, sir, we can't call it the Enterprise. Why not? The code name for the project is Prometheus. What's wrong with that? It's a Greek tragedy. Who wants that? Okay. the X-303 it is then. Yeah,
7: Mr. Ambassador. Our primary mission has been to obtain technology capable of defending this planet. And we made significant progress toward that. We've made progress. The jury's still wow. out. Significant. Ever since we encountered a Ghoul mothership, we have been working to find a viable countermeasure. This is Prometheus, requesting go-ahead for mission start. Prometheus, suspended burn. You have an affirmative for hyperspace window activation. The X-303 research and development of the hyperdrive alone has cost them over two billion. And it still doesn't function properly. They will spend a lot more money and risk the lives of their people perfecting the design. Then we'll get the blueprints and build our own ship in a fraction of the time for half the cost. And you say much of the technology incorporated into your vessel is of alien origin? Yes.
5: Most of the key systems, in fact. It's one thing to build a ship, it's another to fly it across the galaxy.
3: We haven't quite gotten that part straightened out yet.
5: We use a rare element called the to power our hyperdrive engines. But it can be extremely unstable. In fact, that instability ultimately led to the explosion above your planet. We had to eject the reactor.
7: Well, why use such a dangerous substance to power your ship? I've asked the same question.
5: For the time being, the Quadria is our shortcut to interstellar travel more stable forms of energy simply don't provide enough power to run the hyperdrive
7: several of my advisors have expressed concern that this is a military vessel what would you have me say to them that you're right
5: prometheus was designed primarily for defensive purposes
7: from these goals, you mentioned yes without your main source of power with or without the quadria reactor this ship is more than capable of defending itself against attack <laughs>
4: a power buildup from within the satellite its attitude is changing
5: we're being targeted sound general quarters full power to forward shield generators and maintain course of speed do it fire
4: firing missiles
0: missiles detonated prior to impact target remains intact sir
6: okay now what Run!
7: must not fail the gods we must embrace our destiny fire the weapon
3: the Prometheus, her men and women, the 40 lives lost, we remember you. Good evening ladies and gentlemen, after two and a half years of scraping through by the skin of a teeth, the Prometheus has fallen. This is my tribute and feedback for the upcoming of the gatecast in told Ethan, and our first ship is destroyed and although the episode starts on a big downer I'm glad that by the end of it we have a conclusion to the Rand and Caledonian struggle which can also be seen as just as big a downer as the end of the Prometheus, having the planet wipe itself out with a Cold War era planet could build a satellite like this even with the Ori help You can only imagine what would happen if the Oro got onto planets like Haberdan, Polana, the Nox homeworld. Degria I think would have more to worry about than a defence satellite. But good little episode, one of my favourites from Season 9. And we can only really assign blame because of...
7: Are you saying the Prometheus was destroyed because we hesitated to fire when we dropped out of hyperspace? We hesitated out of concern for the safe return of Daniel Jackson. We
5: also hesitated to leave once our weapons were in effect.
3: Yep, I'm going to tick the box for fail on this one, SG1. But you're a enough to make it up to someone. This has been my feedback and a little tribute to the ship we had, which was the Prometheus. Uh, luckily, we have some better ones coming ahead now and uh, more adventure awaits so good night, everyone and I'll see you all on the other side of the gate bye bye
0: thanks everyone for commenting on Ripple Effect seems to be a favoured episode which I think we can understand and a huge thanks for Brad for really going to town and to celebrate the life and times of Earth's first interstellar starship there are four notable Stargate related birthdays for the upcoming week on the 31st of March Adrian Holmes will be celebrating his birthday. Adrian appeared twice on SG-1, first in Nightwalkers and then on Memento Mori. He has recently been in Arrow, Continuum, Smallville and the new show 192. On the 2nd of April, it's the birthday of Jamie Ray Newman, who played Lieutenant Cadman on just two episodes of Atlantis. She has also appeared on Veronica Mars, Eastwick, Eureka, Red Widow and is in the current series Mind Games. On the 3rd, Alejandro Giuliani has his birthday best known for playing Felix Gator on Battlestar Galactica. He has also played two roles on SG-1, as KTEP and Ilium. He's more recently been on Almost Human, Cedar Cove, Continuum and Smallville. Last but not least, Mitch Pelleggi will be celebrating on the 5th of April. He was Skinner from The X-Files and Colonel Coldwell. He guest starred on Sons of Anarchy, Supernatural and can be found in the reborn Dallas as Harris Ryland. Right then, that'll do for this week. Reviews and ratings on iTunes and Stitcher are most welcome. Feedback via any means is always appreciated, and if you want to get in touch, there are plenty of ways. You can send us an email via gatecastpodcast at gmail.com or visit the contact form on gatecast.co.uk. We are also on Facebook and Google+. Just do a search for Gatecast. And we are on Twitter, at thegatecast, which is one word. We can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio under Gatecast, or via a general Stargate search in their podcast directories. Any feedback via those sources will help us enormously, so if you have a mind, a review and a rating, will get our thanks. Okay then, that was Critical Mass. Next week, return to SG-1 for the episode Stronghold. Mm. And one of our favourite villains is back. Uh, We hope you can join us for that, but until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. I've been bread. See you next week, folks. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good night. You've been listening to the Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk, Stargate Forever.